Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Food, television, your couch. What is making you lazy? 651-641-1071. We aim to get to the bottom of it. We've got some ideas, thanks to science. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Holly Roberts today. Colleen will be back uh, as soon as possible, we hope. And uh, she would like you to know that uh, you should be very careful on the roads out there. Because yeah. they can be treacherous. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there's a survey, Holly. A uh, survey that found that um, losing weight is actually a lot harder than we thought. In part because of life. Well, so when all else fails, could this be a study of duh life? Well, but but when you when you start to pull it apart, that's where I think it gets interesting. We did focus uh, our conversation and what we're going to talk about is what is actually making us lazy, what you think the parts of your life that are making you lazy. And I will tell you that the thing that makes me lazier than anything is my phone Uh, more than the TV, more than, you know, um, a pizza more than, I don't know, just about anything. My phone really, truly distracts me to no end, such that there are so many things I could probably be getting done, but I'm sitting on my couch and I'm scrolling through Twitter. I love Instagram, Bradley. It is such a distraction. Right? I am so lazy when I'm looking through it, and it doesn't even matter. And quite frankly, most of the things that I'm looking at are probably not that interesting. Yeah, or real. Or real, or adding anything to my life. Yep. It's just a moment of like, uh, uh, and I think about like, I've got five things in my head that I would like to get done. And oh, look, I'm not getting any of them done because I'm playing Candy Crush for two hours. Are you kidding me? Oh. So for me, I would say it's my phone for you specifically, Holly, you're saying Instagram is one of the things. Instagram is one of the things I would also like to add. Apps are making me lazy, specifically in the realm of like food. mozzarella sticks. Well, those are making me lazy. Those Southwestern egg rolls, Bradley, making me sit on my butt. Excuse me, what? They're making me sit on my butt. Oh, God, I thought you were saying you had digestive issues. (laughs) No. Like you were sitting on the the, uh, John. (laughs) Well, I mean, that could happen. But specifically in the (laughs) realms of apps on your phone, apps on your phone. Over the weekend, I used Amazon delivery to bring pizza to my house. I was so lazy. I didn't even want to leave my house. I just put on some sweatpants and I said, I am not even getting up. I can't even be bothered to go and walk and get my carbohydrates. Yeah, I can't. I I totally. I totally relate. I um, I spend a lot of time on the weekend um, not being as productive as I'd like to be. And in fact, what I've begun doing, I did it this weekend because there was something I wanted to actually 
start working on like a creative thing that I've been wanting to do, but I just keep putting it off. But I, I had to put my phone somewhere else because I knew that if I put my phone somewhere else, I would not be distracted by it. Also, the Internet in general, like if I'm on my computer doing something and it's connected to the Internet, I know that I'm just a click away from like uh, <laughs> staring. It's true. Well, in this study that we're talking about, it said today's lifestyle is less active and driven by a need for convenience. So I think that you and I are both driven by convenience and that convenience makes us lazy. Also, the invention of rolling streaming videos, meaning that you're done with an episode on Netflix, Amazon, HBO, what have you. And it rolls immediately into the next episode. Yeah, I and frankly, life. But but here's the thing. Here's the paradox that I think that is so fascinating. If you're just joining us, by the way, we're talking about the thing that makes you lazy and whether it's, you know, whether you think it's food, whether you think it's. I don't know, something esoteric like just the modern day lifestyle, whatever it is, 651-641-1071. Feel free to join the conversation with Holly and me. Um, uh, The paradox is all of these things that are supposed to make your life easier, that are supposed to make your life more efficient, I feel like actually make your life less productive. That's so true. Well, in theory, I, I always operated under the assumption that technological innovations would liberate you from labor, would liberate you from having to do the dumb crap in your life that took up your time, like the errands, like mobile app banking is fantastic. You take a photograph of your check, you never have to go to the bank again. So in theory, you'd have an extra half hour, Bradley, to work on your creative project and to liberate yourself. But then you just end up scrolling through Instagram and wasting your time. Yeah, exactly. Um, Let's go to the phones. We've got Malcolm on the line. Hey, Malcolm, what what makes you late? Oh, geez. Well, I wouldn't say that the uh, distractions and uh, the like actually make me lazy. It's what brings me to being lazy, and it's the stress of work and uh, two children Mm. for a four-year-old and a two-year-old gets you so exhausted that you don't actually accomplish anything because you just want to veg out. Oh, absolutely. I would imagine that, you know, the stress and that's something maybe Holly and I can't totally relate to, but you make a good point. I mean, that's that's giving you the urge to maybe just want to sit on a couch for a change. Yeah. When you get to the end of the day and it's like, all right, my options here are to play Monster Hunter World for two hours before (laughs) passing out of exhaustion or going and doing the dishes and getting some actual chores around done. Uh, Yeah, I know what choice that i would prefer i know what i should but i know what i prefer yeah no absolutely thank you malcolm i don't um it's interesting i it would be fun to to have somebody do sort of a uh some research on like what being late what feeling lazy or being lazy meant 20 years ago versus mm-hmm. being lazy now mm-hmm. because i think actually we were probably more productive in our laziness than we are now does that make sense that makes sense well you would be because more specific with your leisure time where bradley you wouldn't be distracted by the internet you wouldn't be distracted by your phone you wouldn't just sit there and lounge around you wouldn't have those opportunities to let the television just manually roll the episodes one after another you'd have to make more deliberate choices i would say our laziness is more of just being passively absorbing yeah exactly very information very much more passive and and i was going to say too like the ability to scroll through a social media feed is like 
honestly is a very unproductive thing. Whereas if in the olden days, if you will, back in the day, if I were reading a book, you know, instead of doing my chores, you know, like you could look at that as being lazy, but I was actually reading a book. Whereas now if I'm given the option of reading a book, or like playing Candy Crush for 20 minutes. You're I'm probably play playing Candy Crush. And I don't know that my brain is enriched because of that. Well, it could be in a way. I mean, it's probably Probl- doing something for my synapses. Aren't you problem solving when you play Candy Crush? I mean, I'd like to think so. Well, let's just say that you're problem solving okay. when All you're right. playing Candy oh, Crush. Oh, how much problem solving did you do today? Oh, about 45 minutes. Yeah, I done mean, and we, done. I absolved you of it. It only makes you worry or wonder what things are going to look like in ten years. Like what? I feel like in ten years we'll literally just be hooked up to something, and we won't even have to scroll with our fingers. Like we're, it'll just be with our eyes. It's going to be like the Matrix, Bradley. Oh God! Yeah. If we're not already there, you don't know. <gasps> don't even get me started. Oh. Okay, so from laziness to oh God. Some celebrities that are not doing very well. We need to talk about Vern Troyer specifically. He is having a rough go of things. We're going to get the the latest on Vern Troyer, but also local story time, you guys. (sighs) Garrison Keillor is back in headlines, and I don't know how you're going to feel about this. Uh, We're not feeling very good about it. But we'll share all the latest when we return. And Oh, by the way, let us not uh, forget to remind people, it's April. April! April 4th, and Holly... Quickly tell people why it's important they enjoy April to the fullest. It is very important that you enjoy April to the fullest. How do you do that? You go and download the new MyTalk 1071 app on your Android or Apple device. You download that, you register for listener rewards, and you log into the app every single weekday. That way you're automatically registered to win an Amazon Echo Spot. We're giving away one of those devices every weekday in the month of April. It's very easy. You just open up the app and then you're automatically registered. We have two winners so far already this week and the amazon echo spot is a really cool device you're gonna want one all right thank you holly now when we come back as i mentioned Vern troyer and garrison keeler in a timeout we'll tell you why when we return right here on my talk 107 Vern troyer and garrison keeler what do they have in common you're about to find out on the colleen and bradley show welcome back i'm bradley trainer along with holly roberts today colleen will be back tomorrow we hope fingers crossed and uh holly bradley you want to know what Vern Troyer and Garrison Keillor have in common? Yeah, I'm really curious to find out. Well, one is in a timeout. One needs a timeout. So mm. timeout is the uh, key connector here. Let's start with Vern Troyer because y- you reported a little bit of, uh, of this on the Dirt Alert update. And um, this is not a name that I expected to see in uh, in headlines. But can we just give an update on where Vern Troyer is at and why, or at least what we know up to this point. Well, Vern Troyer, best known as Mini-Me in the Austin Powers movies, he was rushed uh, to the hospital on Monday night after police received a report of him being drunk and suicidal. So law enforcement told TMZ that a friend of Vern's made a call around 7.30 p.m. and described him as being extremely upset, drunk and suicidal, and that cops and uh, the fire department responded. He was transported to a hospital for possible alcohol poisoning. And Vern Troyer currently at this time is being held for a 72-hour evaluation. And it seems that's totally the case because Vern Troyer's Instagram account is asking for fans' thoughts and prayers at this time. So it doesn't seem like Vern Troyer is really doing that well. 
And this is not the first time that he's no. struggled. So he's had a he's had a, a lot of struggle. And in fact, every time we brought up this story, somebody brings up the uh, occasion that he uh, may have relieved himself on the set of a reality television show. On the surreal life. Yes. yes. Did you watch that show? Of course I did, Bradley. I did not watch it. You didn't? No, that was during my TV black hole. I was much more concerned with, was this the early 2000s? Yeah, yeah, early was, to mid-2000s. Oh, so. okay. Well, I see you were busy. I was doing my own Vern Troyer <laughs> impression. <laughs> but, you know, I, it's, he, he's not a name that's necessarily top of mind. And I hope that he's doing well because he has been in the public eye for quite some time. And most often when we talk about Vern Troyer, it's not necessarily for positive things. But you look at his Instagram account and it looks like he was hanging out in the UK wearing some sneakers, working out, wearing a wig. Wearing living, a wig. Living life. Wow. I yes, mean, you do. That's, you know, hey, look, uh, wigs, uh, there's nothing wrong with a wig. All right. So Garrison, uh, or not Garrison Keeler, Vern Troyer. <laughs> we'll before, him, yeah, we'll worry. get to him. Well, Vern Troyer is taking a timeout. Yes. And it seems like not only uh, may, uh, may have it, <laughs> not only may have, oh my God, why can't I, <laughs> why can't I form words? <laughs> may have it been. May have may it have East been. Milwaukee. <laughs> so um, not only does it seem like uh, this particular situation is self-induced, mm-hmm. it's now uh, it looks like it's it's it it's more than just self-induced. And in fact, as you alluded to, uh, he is being held for evaluation because this is more than just uh, you know him being very drunk or overdosed. Uh, it sounds like there's a, a deeper psychiatric problem that they're trying to diagnose. And that's why he's been given the 72 hour evaluation. Yeah. So we do wish him all the best and we will certainly keep you up to date. You know, here on my talk one Oh seven one, that you're going to get the latest headlines, regardless of uh, how B list or how D list a celebrity is now right in our own backyard. I started out this segment telling you that uh, Vern Troyer and Garrison Keillor had something in common and that was a timeout. Well, in the case of Garrison Keillor, Holly, I think it is safe to say Garrison Keillor needs a timeout. At least that's my opinion. But, I thought he was already on a timeout. I thought we were over Garrison Keillor. Well, and that he was hanging out, doing his own thing, muddling off into the sunset. He, of course, uh, accused of some inappropriate behavior with uh, a number of women. That led him to that timeout. Well, he apparently thinks he's had enough of a timeout and is ready to bring back two of his iconic shows. Does it seem like this just happened? And so it seems a little premature, but let me tell you the story. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so... According to a report on it from NPR News, Garrison Keillor says he's, quote, ready to resurrect the two radio shows that he's founded. And you'll remember, of course, that includes The Writer's Almanac and A Prairie Home Companion. Yes. Now, let me read a statement for you, shall I? Please. This is from Garrison Keillor himself. Quote, I'm ready to start up The Writer's Almanac again. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I get the idea that public radio stations will never carry it again, and so we'll need to find a way to do it through social media. There are smart people who can manage this and make it easy. I also want to take a Prairie Home Companion out on tour again. I ask you, Holly, for your initial reactions to the news that uh, not even months after Garrison Keillor was alleged to have engaged in some inappropriate behavior uh, at the height of the Me Too movement, mm-hmm. should he be ready for a comeback? I mean, he can be ready for a comeback, but does anybody want it? That's the I thing. ask you that question. Sure, Garrison Keillor, you can bring back the Writer's Almanac. You can bring back a Prairie Home Companion. But does anyone actually want it? Is it something that we, the public, really want to listen to? I don't know. Yeah, I honestly, um, it, it it's it's very strange to me because I would think that, look, he denies that any of this stuff happened or at least that it was untoward or that it was in any way inappropriate, right? Mm-hmm, right. So from his perspective, he thinks he didn't do anything wrong. So it doesn't surprise me then that he thinks, okay, now is the time uh, you know, I want to get back to work. So, uh, you know, basically I'm just dealing with a, a, a bunch of, you know, people at the public radio station that don't want to deal with me. So I'm just going to go out and do it on my own. But what I think he's missing and what you just alluded to was, I don't think he realizes the depths to which people have taken a step back from him. Yeah. And whether it's fair or not, most people probably haven't done a deep dive into these stories. In fact, they've just seen the headlines that uh, he acted inappropriately. And so, like it or don't, I think at this moment, there's probably still a large part of the audience that's a little ooky or feels a little ooky about uh, about Garrison Keillor. Well, and I feel like Garrison Keillor is fine losing the fan base that feels a little ooky about him. He's just going to the Garrison Keillor loyalists, his really deep fan base that will follow him wherever he goes. But who are those people? Is I this? It feels yeah, very Bill Cosby to me. Yeah. Because you remember in the height of like all of these women coming forward with Bill, and I'm not trying to say, so don't send the email, please. I'm not trying to equate uh, Garrison Keillor with Bill Cosby, but in this, uh, in a way, I am. But it, to a uh, in a different degree. You know, I think that you're getting at the, 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 there's a certain degree of smugness about this statement. Thank you. You're welcome. You, you said it so much better than I could have said it, Holly. East Milwaukee. Gosh. <laughs> I'm glad you're around today. All right. When we come back, ooh, look, some more D-bags. Yay! It's Lord and Lady D-bag. Holly and I uh, are going to crown a couple ourselves when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Which celebrities deserve a crown, a sash, for being the biggest douchebags in all the land? You're about to find out here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget, it's Apple. Stop by uh, the App Store, Apple uh, or Google Play App Store, and pick up the MyTalk 1071 app. Download it, register it, open it up each day, and you could win an Amazon Echo Spot each and every day. Now, Holly, let's get right to the D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. What do you got? 
got a lady douchebag today, Bradley. Nice lady douchebag. Lady douchebag today, and that would be supermodel Christy Brinkley. Oh, weird. That's not a person I've thought of much in the last... 10 years. Tell me more. No, the reason I chose supermodel Christy Brinkley as my douchebag of the day. Now, this is a slight D-bag offense. There is just something that she said on her Instagram account that slightly irked me, slightly annoyed me. So here's what happened on Christy Brinkley's Instagram account yesterday, which would be April 3rd. Yep. She shared a photograph on her Instagram account. Christy Brinkley did. And she shared a photograph of an elephant walking Next to a lion uh, holding a baby lion cub in its trunk. What? What? I know. The miracles of nature, right, Bradley? Is she drunk? Is she drunk? Well, no. She was just April fooled on April 3rd. So Christy Brinkley Instagrammed out this photograph of a photoshopped image of an elephant carrying a lion cub with its mother walking right next to the elephant. So this was an April Fool's Day joke that went worldwide. This picture was actually shared 20 million times on April Fool's Day. I saw it on Sunday and at first I was like, wait, what? And then I was like, no, that's not possible. And also you can totally tell that the image is photoshopped. Anyways, it was a really good April Fool's, and I understand why people thought it was really cool, including supermodel Christy Brinkley, although she was two days late to the party and the April Fool was already been had. She didn't know that. Well, anyways, Christy Brinkley got called out for putting out this picture as a real thing, and then she put out the following on her photograph. She said, update, many people are saying that this is an April Fool's Photoshop. Maybe so. Sorry, I've always been a fool for love, and I want this to be true. And then she goes on to talk about elephants and lions and whatever. My reason Regardless, I- there are many examples of true, real-life stories of elephants, emotional intelligence, sensitivity, and mom power. They uh, are a matriarchal I mean, society. I mean, look, Christy Brinkley, you're my douchebag of the day because you can't accept the fact that you got April fooled and you got April fooled yeah, big time. I don't time. understand why you just go like, I'm a boob, but I love elephants. So, hey guys, have a good Wednesday. Bye. I mean, seriously, she leaves up the entire, you know. <laughs> she goes on for like an entire paragraph about talking about the mom power of elephants. Elephants are so amazing. And also, if you see a photo uh don't assume that the photo is real Thank and you. google search google image search the photo this is the i mean it's not it's, hard you guys it's, it's like click click oh yes and then she also went on to say down at the very end of this photograph she real double down bradley she said please tag me with your elephant stories let's all join together to protect these majestic animals with our love for them yeah you don't need to have <laughs> fake images of elephants um just to Make a point about elephants. Thank you. And also, you don't have to double down on it. You were April fooled, and that's okay. So was the world. Again, this photograph was shared 20 million times. I can't believe anybody thought that that would actually happen. Like, anybody who knows animals, if you've watched, like, an episode of... Wild Kingdom. Wild Kingdom or Blue Planet or, you know, any animal special... You know that elephants and lions are not meant to coexist other than one tries to eat the other one and one tries to kick the other one with its big trunks and feet. Yeah, they are not BFFs. So anyways, Christy Brinkley, it's okay to be April fooled 
you don't have to double down on it. Just yeah. say, oh, that was Own a it. good one. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Totally. It's okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. Movie I got a D-bag for you. You do? And I'm not really sure who the D-bag is, just Ooh, like all of this. I love a D-bag Everything mystery. about this story says D-bag to me somewhere in some capacity. Page six has a story headline. This is from yesterday's page six. Rita Ora's boyfriend wrongly kicked out of rave. <gasps> Shocking. What? Tell me more, Bradley. Well, first Why of all, did this happen? I mean, just like the words are hilarious to me. Rita Ora's boyfriend... Wrongly kicked out of rave. That sounds so. Like there's so many words in there that just make <laughs> me laugh on its own. Um, okay, so then I'm like, I'm intrigued. Tell me more. Well, yes. apparently on Saturday night, security uh, kicked uh, Andrew Watt. That is the rocker boyfriend of one Rita Ora. I don't know what he's rocking, actually, but maybe you do, Holly, because he's rocking a really ugly silk shirt in this photograph. He kind of looks very sort of like young Weird Al. Totally. Right? He is Weird Al if Weird Al went to raves and he was 25 years old. Exactly. So security was like, uh, you're nobody. And this is a rave, which, by the way, can we just talk about? I didn't realize raves were like, are, is this like a legitimate rave? With glow sticks yes. and big pants. Yeah, and people, you know, sucking on lollipops with their backpacks, sitting in front of the speakers for like eight hours. I don't know if you would consider this a rave. That's a very good question, Bradley. Anyway, so I, I go travel? on. Uh, they were at Avant Gardner. Oh, which is a were. cute former warehouse in Brooklyn that has raves. Dixon, a DJ from Berlin, was spinning more than 5,000... 5, oh, 5,000... Electronic music lovers, when somebody told security that Watt was occupying the wrong table amid the likes of ASAP Rocky and models Constance Jablonski, Megan May Williams, and Jessica Hart. Oh, I mean, how Do you know could any he? of the, these words? The nerve. Aesop Rocky, yes. Jessica Hart, yes. The other two, okay. I don't know I'm that they're real people. I'm too old for any of this. Also, you don't go to a table at a rave. So this is not a rave. I, yeah, I didn't this think, is a club. Uh, he, he apparently was escorted out. It was very embarrassing, one witness says, who was in the VIP section run by provocateurs Mike's, Mike I, Satsky. This is so ridiculous. The snafu <laughs> was quickly straightened out, though, and Watt returned with apologies from the management. He took it okay and didn't flip out. He was a champ. Oh, I'm so glad that he didn't flip out and he was a champion when he got called out unrightly. The party, by the way, with interactive multimedia art Curated by Matt Projects, raged until dawn. I think everything that you just said in the past three minutes raged is- until dawn. This is so like these. <laughs> this is a, like a publicist trying to bring attention to this particular event in a yes. way that will hopefully sell tickets in the future. That ninety percent of the people reading don't care about. No, they're like what? Who? Also, I love the fact. That the tabloids still try to make Rita Ora a thing? Bradley, I ask you, and sometimes we talk about her here, too, on my talk. Have you ever heard the woman talk? No. I don't know what a Rita Ora is. I know the name because we talk about her enough. They've tried to make her happen for years. I know that she was associated with Jay-Z, possibly sleeping with Jay-Z at one point in time, but that's about it. So, um, Mr. Watt apparently became a couple with the Ritas last year. And they were photographed together on a romantic holiday in Rome on the steps of the Piazza di Spagna. Oh, stop. 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 Now, that means Watt, they were on the Spanish steps, the Piazza di Spagna. Now, Watt, a New Yorker and formerly a guitarist for the Los Angeles-based supergroup California Breed, co-wrote the DJ Snake and Justin Bieber hit, Let Me Love You. <laughs> so, I mean, this to me, just this is an entire, this is like this old is a, school PR yes. tabloid crap. 
uh, that somebody was like, hey, I got a story for you. Oh, really? Wait, are you the PR person for the people involved in said story? Because it seems like you're just trying to get attention for them. Okay. I don't know how this works. By the way, I should have a job as a PR person for Z-list celebrities. One of my uh, side gigs that I would really love to have one day, and I need to make it happen, is I want to write wardrobe descriptions for Daily Mail articles. Oh yeah, no. How do you get this look? How do you get this look? Or I want to take, I want to write descriptives of celebrities walking down the street. Oh well, Ashley Simpson. She was wearing a wonderful pink cardigan with palazzo pants that she just purchased from Topshop before she was mugged. Before she was mugged by uh, you know a stranger, Rita Ora was wearing a lovely uh, polka dot culotte set. With yeah no I I think yes. I think you could definitely make this a thing. Well, I don't that, know how you find that job though. Well, I will have to look harder. But Bradley, I thank you for bringing that cavalcade of douchery. You're welcome to the segment today. Everybody gets a douche. You get a douche, Yay! and you get a douche. Hey, speaking of douches, when we come back, oh, <laughs> we have to talk about. Um, <laughs> we have a very gassy story coming up. Also. Holly's going to tell us about Japanese bathing monkeys. Yeah, you heard it right. Right here on My Talk 107.1. Does it fart? You're about to find out here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Streaming live and doing everything entertainment. By the way, it's April. That means it's time for you to download the My Talk 107.1 app on your favorite app store, whether it's Apple or Google Play App Store. Download the My Talk app register it, then open it up every day during the month of April to win or increase your chances of winning a uh, Amazon Echo Spot. It's a wonderful a wonderful way to get accustomed to the app and win a prize in the process. It's April. We'll uh, give you more on that later in the show. Now, I asked you, Holly. Bradley. Does it fart? Does? Hmm. Oh, I'm supposed to be asking this question. Why? Because Well, the reason I ask is it's actually the title of a new book. Does it fart? The definitive guide to animal flatulence. Ha! Yes, my that kind is of a book. thing. According to the Chicago Reader, it's the book you didn't realize you needed, but we do. And uh, Holly, I thought we could play a little game called "Does It Fart," and uh, I'm gonna just spin the fart wheel here, if you don't mind. And we'll see where it lands Does on. It What animal did I land on, Bradley? Oh, look, birds. Birds. So, do birds fart or not fart, Holly? Birds totally fart. Well, it turns out. Am I right? They do not fart. What? Yeah, birds don't actually fart. Quote. That's amazing. Birds don't they have the sure do poop a lot. Right. Mm. Birds don't have the same gas-producing bacteria in their gut that are found in mammals and other tooting animals, uh, according to the authors. Plus, they digest their meals pretty quickly, leaving no uh, leaving the food no time to stink up all up inside of them. Yeah, and then they drop it on si- on top of my car. That's what happens. Yeah, Good no, to know. Right. All right, uh, let's spin the uh, toot wheel again here. Come on, Does it what do we land on? Big money, big money, big money, big money. What do we uh, land on? Cats. What? Cats. Oh, pfft. cats fart. Duh. Yes, you're right. Yes. Cats are no angels when it comes to toots. 
A byproduct of their mostly carnivorous diet is especially sulfuric toots. But according to the uh, authors, your cat probably doesn't care how bad you think its tooth smell. And as a result, won't make any effort to save you from their aroma. Yeah. Have you ever been crop dusted by a, a cat, Bradley? No. Crop dusted a dog, by a cat? Yes. Yeah. Uh, my cat, Sergeant. Woo! He has are no your, qualms. Are your cat's toots audible? Because the thing I've noticed with my dog is they are not audible. They are silent but deadly. Yeah. I think that my cats are all silent but deadlies. But hey. Emphasis on the deadly. All right, let's do one last. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, one last animal right, spin here. Spin the wheel! Wheel of farts! Okay, let's see where we end up on... Oh, look, octopi. Octopi. That's plural of octopus. I'm telling you, Bradley, they are flatulent creatures. You know, one might surmise that the force of nature propelling octopi in the water are merely a series of forceful toots. But actually, Holly, octopi don't toot. Ah! No, what do they do? Well, they shoot the ink out of their wherever, (laughs) and they go... So octopi expel water quickly through their siphons to escape predators. And part of that includes releasing ink that can be filled with mucus, but no stinky air. Ah. Uh, Actually, I have to give you one more. Oh, please, please, please. Let's spin the wheel. Bonus round. Bonus round. There's one that I do want to tell you about. Okay. One more bonus round. Big money, big money, big money, big money, big money. Yes. What did uh, we land on? Fish. Specifically herring. Do well, you think? They they too? Well, they pickled herring stinks. So yes, herring fart. Actually, they do! Yes! It turns out... Uh, the herring in particular are fish native to the Atlantic and Pacific. Gulp air from the surface of the water and store it until it's time to let it rip. Yeah! Often, apparently, according to scientists, they cut the cheese in order to communicate with their fellow fishes, especially (laughs) when it's dark. So they're like, uh, hey, I'm over here. And that's a way to help them escape predators. Well, look, I'm often escaping predators <laughs> in that manner that's how you communicate yeah, when right? you feel threatened well that's fantastic isn't Bradley. that fun yeah there's again the name of the book is does it fart and uh you can actually uh, pick this up on the amazon oh my gosh i feel so much smarter after learning about all those creatures that fart and don't I thought fart. that was kind of fun that was yeah. kind of fun hey bradley yes ma'am i want to tell you hmm that hot springs lower stress in japan's popular bathing monkeys um Bathing monkeys de-stress? Yeah. Why? Because. Science! Science! So okay, Bradley, tell me more. Yeah, so you've 
been to Japan. I don't know if you've been to Nagano. No, I have not been to Nagano. That's where the Olympics were, though, right? That's right. right. So that was a city where the 1998 Winter Olympics took place. And one of the most famous sites in all of Nagano is a hot springs where Japanese monkeys, specifically macaques, like to gather and bathe themselves. And there's a big reason why they do it. Uh, First, I'm going to let the New York Times give you a little history on the bathing macaques of Nagano. It's actually quite fascinating on why they started to do this behavior in the first place. Let's take a listen. Macaques live all over Japan, but this group's home is near Nagano, where the winter temperatures are often below freezing, but the landscape is sprinkled with natural hot springs. But it wasn't until 1963, so the story goes, that a monkey first joined human visitors in a hotel bathing pool. Of course, one macaque in the pool soon became many macaques, which upset the humans. The solution? Build a park and hot spring bathing pools just for the monkeys. Happy monkeys, happy humans. The macaques soon became an attraction, drawing more attention and more visitors to the mountains of Nagano. Have you ever seen a macaque? In real life? Yeah. No. I haven't either. Um, I, in fact, I'd I ha- like to see one one day, though. You would? Yeah, I would like to see one one day. And maybe I'll go to Nagano to do it, although I think that we have them here in local situations. But one of the researchers at Kyoto University was really fascinated by these macaques in, in Kyoto, or excuse me, Nagano. And so why? Why do the monkeys They're like to smart. sit in the hot springs. Well, they researched the monkey's feces oh, and tested the feces what? for stress levels. There's a stress hormone oh. in these monkeys. And so they tested the monkey poop to see whether or not the le- stress level hormones in the monkeys was rising and falling based on their level of bathing. Hmm. And they actually found out that, yes, the more time that these monkeys spend in the hot springs, the less stress they become. Right? And another indication, according to researchers, of the value of bathing to the macaques is that the higher ranking females spent more time in the pool. So not only did it de-stress, but it's also kind of a source of communal power for the monkeys. And it's so interesting, too, that again, in what we just heard, that these monkeys, this is a learned behavior for the monkeys, From the 1960s, those crazy swinging 60s, the monkeys, they just all decided to gather around the hot springs, de-stress a little bit, hang out, and now everyone goes and takes pictures of macaques in Nagano. It's so fascinating. I've seen pictures of, um, you know, the monkeys in the water, Mm -hmm. but I've never, um, and I think there are places you can go where you can hang out with the monkeys and they're just like, doo-ba-doo. Yeah, so what that tells me, Bradley, is we all need to go and hang out in hot springs. I would love, uh, if you've never been in a, this is where I'm going to sound real, you know, D-baggy. That's fine. If you've never been in a Japanese onsen, you really should try it. But actually, I'm being dead serious. If you yep. ever had a chance to be in a communal bath situation, yeah. you go from hot oh, to cold to so hot to cold. And to it feels just, yes. Yeah. All hanging around yeah. like macaques. And you, you just uh, letting your macaques hang out. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, feels good. Yeah. Out in the open. All right. Hey, uh, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, did you know that we are actually the least stressed out state in the whole country? Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. Jokes? Have you looked outside? Hmm. What's stressing you out? Unburden yourself. We're going to tell you about that story and hear from you when we come back right here on My Talk 1071.